0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz video recap. Today is Friday, March 10th, and this is the search news we cover. With the Search Roundtable at SCRoundtable.com. We had the Google February 2023 product reviews update complete on March 7th. The site name favicon and new sponsor label come out on desktop officially after many many months of testing. Google Discover um, does impact the helpful content. Uh, does get impacted by the helpful content update? Google did a flip-flop there a couple times, which is pretty crazy. Bard is not search, according to Google, and Bing Chat, a lot of stuff going on with that. So definitely stay tuned, a lot to discuss. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Rank Ranger. Rank Ranger is the all-in-one professional SEO software. Rank Ranger is a comprehensive SEO platform that lets you grow your business with data and analytics. It offers valuable insights through advanced rank tracking, improved above-the-fold tracking, organic share of voice reporting. Actionable SERP features, data, and SERP analysis tools. We use them all the time to keep track of these Google algorithm updates. They're an excellent tool. Definitely check them out. Thanks for sponsoring Rank Ranger. Let's start with the February 2023 product reviews update. It finished rolling out on March 7th. It took exactly 14 days. This was the updated product reviews update that I think it was the sixth or seventh version. I think sixth, um, And this one, it was beyond English. This is the first time it's actually working on non-English languages. Those languages include Spanish, German, French, Italian, Vietnamese, Indonesian, Russian, Dutch, Portuguese, and Polish languages. Um, again, it started on February 21st. It finished on March 7th, 14 days. It targets or should target product reviews content. It seemed pretty mighty. Um, we saw um, first big fluctuations on February 25th, then March 1st, and then... Um, this past weekend, which was another story. Um, So yeah, this past weekend, we saw significant uh, chatter and significant volatility based on the tools as well. Um, You can see all the tools spiky. It wasn't as big as the previous um, March 1st uh, spike, but it was definitely spiky on uh, the weekend around March 4th, I believe. So you can see by these charts, there was a lot of uh, volatility over the weekend, and there was a significant amount of chatter over the weekend as well. Seems like things calmed down significantly after that, but then... Noticing a little bit of chatter this morning on March 10th. So if you are noticing anything there, I may have a report over the weekend or on Monday around that. As you know, Google has launched the new site name feature where it put the site's name and the fav icon and then they replaced the ads label with sponsored labels in the mobile search. This was the last October. And then since last November, a month after that, Google's been testing this interface on desktop. Well, Google officially launched it March 8th, I believe in the afternoon officially although it was pretty much live for most people we kept seeing people notice this as a test Um, so it definitely seems like um, it was being tested significantly over the past few weeks to a few months and then google said you know what it's 100% now so now the new site name favicon and sponsor labels are available on desktop some of you are not happy but there is new structured data for site names and also make sure to check out the favicon Um, help documentation to make sure you're showing the right thing not just on desktop but also on mobile so about a month ago uh, we reported that google updated their helpful content update documentation and google discover documentation saying that the google discover visibility for a website could be impacted by the helpful content update previously google said it wasn't uh, but they updated documentation just about a month ago saying hey helpful content update and other updates could actually impact this google discover visibility for your website now we knew this was with core updates. We knew this was with uh, product reviews updates and other updates, but when it came to the helpful content update, Google told me, no, it didn't. Then we asked Danny Sullivan, I asked Danny Sullivan, when did this happen? When did Google make that change? Because previously the communication was that Google's helpful content update had no impact on anything but Google search, not Google Discover. So Danny Sullivan said, uh, sorry, basically said, no, it's, it's a mistake. We, the helpful content update still does not impact Google Discover. That it just waited and waited and Google didn't update that page, that helpful help content, that help documentation saying um, that Google Discover did not in- impact the helpful content update. They basically left it there. So then I follow up again, asking Google, what's going on? Why didn't you update the help documentation if Go- Danny Sullivan said, hey, but the help documentation is not true. And then a couple of days later, Danny Sullivan said, another correction, I was wrong. The helpful content update does impact uh, Google Discover traffic and visibility. Um, And he said it started back in October. So the interesting part also is that there was no helpful content update in in October. It was in September and then in December, I believe. Yep, September 9th and December 6th. So in October, there was no helpful content update, but maybe there was some type of update to to, to Google Discover to to use the helpful content update information. So there you got it. Uh, Basically, the helpful content update um, does impact Google Discover, like core updates impact Google Discover, like product reviews updates uh, impact Google Discover, and so forth. So, there was some flip flop back and forth there with Google. So, uh, next up is BARD. Google BARD. Everybody's still waiting for BARD to come out. It's Google's answer to the big chat, it's Google's answer to Jack, B, uh, GPT, GPT, and it's Google's answer to all the AI stuff that Google's been hiding for years and years um, since 2011 or something like that that Google wouldn't release because of their nerves. And now they're still not releasing it. But in any event, And a CNBC reporter that Google made it very clear, and he said, this is from Jack, um, who's the product lead for BARD at Google. He basically told Google at a all-hands meeting, I think a week ago, so last Friday, I just want to be very clear, BARD is not search. Now, to be fair, Google did tell us us reporters that BARD is separate, it's a separate technology from what's going to be in search. Now, Google might use or leverage BARD in search, but BARD is going to be a standalone chat feature, just like you see with Big Chat, it's a standalone chat feature, that may incorporate um, search features in it, as well as chat might be embedded in certain areas of search. Same thing here with Google, I believe, with BARD, that BARD is separate from search. I just wanted to make that clear, uh, which is pretty interesting. There's a bunch of little interesting tidbits here. Um, and um, BARD is a separate technology from search. It may be incorporated in, different, in search in different ways, but keep that in mind. Now, moving on to big chat, Microsoft said it's working on features like saving chats. Um, so, you can actually do search uh, uh, chats in Big Chat and it will save them for later. That's probably the number one feature, according to Mikal from Big. Also, they have improved some less popular languages recently, like Hungarian, for example. Uh, so, they hope to improve all of them in the future. So, that's working better. They also increased the chat limits significantly, and uh, Yusuf. From Big, announced that there are forty-five million total chats. One-third of daily previews are chat user are user chats daily. One-third of the preview users are brand new to Big, and they hit the hundred million daily active user mark, which is pretty cool. Also, with Big Chat, um, Glenn Game noticed that Big Chat also could embed answers, not just like local results, shopping results, um, you, you name it, uh, like news results, but also they actually could embed. Answers like answer to feature snippets or whatever, right into this into the big chat results which is pretty cool. And on the big chat side, it looks like they're starting to pass along some analytics referral data, um, specifically from the edge sidebar. So I'm seeing two um, little um, sides of analytics data referral data. So edgeservices.big.com and link.edgepilot.com are showing up in my analytics. Glenn Game notice the edgeservices.big.com. Um, and you can pretty much see it. So hopefully uh, big will start showing this stuff in analytics and hopefully more importantly for the big chat feature alone. It'll be very interesting to see how many clicks I'm getting from there. John Mueller went again on spoke about a site with a long history of spamming. Let's say you buy a domain name. You didn't realize that domain name had a lot of spamming on it. And basically John Mueller said, just ditch it. It's going to be more of a headache to deal with a site that's been spamming Google for many, many years that may have a really bad history with Google than to try to revitalize it. And this is the same... Um, Messaging that Google had even in the back cuts days where basically you have to dig yourself out of a hole So if the new websites new domains start here You want to start here. You don't want to buy a new domain. That's been used for a while. That's a As a bad history and actually starts down here And then you have to go all is it get over here just to get to the level playing field You want to start here if you can so they can go up as opposed to starting here and have all this leeway to go ahead and dig out of that hole so again typical advice from Google but John reiterated it. And talking about uh, doubling down, John Mueller doubled down on the advice around using the link disavow tool. He basically said, don't use it unless you have a manual action. He basically said, and some people were saying, why do people have these backlink tools or they have the disavow stuff and why are they charging for disavows? And John Mueller said, some people do things that they can bill regardless of whether it is needed or makes sense. And then he basically said, to be honest, anyone who does not know should not use it. Using it, meaning the disavow tool, that's why the tool is not part of the main search console UI. That's why your message is consistently not to use it unless you know there's an actual issue. As it's paraphrase, when in doubt, leave disavow out. On the Google Ads front, Google Ads Performance Max is now rolling out globally to everybody for travel goals. So travel goals is going live in the next few weeks to everybody, including some new features like a hotel picker tool, a more detailed report that shows you um, metrics by hotel and property. So keep that in mind. It's rolling out to all in the next few weeks. Google Local Service Ads added a bunch of new service category types, as well as five new verticals. So you got education, people care, pet care, wellness, health care, and so much more. I have a whole list of the new uh, verticals in there. Um, There's about 70 now in total, so definitely take a look at that, which is pretty cool. Uh, Google has updated its reviews guidelines for Google Maps, user-contributed guidelines, uh, specifically for the personal information and fake engagement. The personal information, uh, Google added a bunch of new things around we don't allow content that contains private or confidential information, such as credit cards, medical records, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a bunch of other things in there as well. And also fake engagement added a whole new bullet point saying content that has been posted using emulator or other d- device tampering services, modified operating systems, or other mixed uh, to mimic engagement and so forth against the guidelines. Uh, These two things were spotted by Stefan uh, Sabarak as well as Colin Nielsen. So definitely take a look at that. Pretty cool stuff. And make sure to stay up on top of these Google review guidelines. Google's blue highlights for the feature snippets is fully live now. It uses a bigger font size. It highlights things in blue. It's available, uh, I think, both on desktop and mobile. Um, And it's fully live. Google's been testing this, I think for several months now, uh, both in yellow and blue. It looks like the blue survived. Um, And there's also highlight and overlays as well on that, as well, which we covered before. It looks like the Google Explore feature, which you get to by going to mobile, searching for something and then scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and then scrolling a little bit more until you get this Google Explore type of portal interface. Uh, Glenn Gabe noticed that after he scrolled a bunch of times that you will go ahead and now see potentially some local pack results. So the local pack results could now show up in the Google Explore feature if you could scroll far enough to see it. Google's also testing alternatives to the people also ask. We saw from Kenishi, uh more to ask. Here's a screenshot of that. We saw from GenStar, um, others want to know and people are also asking. So Google's testing a bunch of alternatives to titling how that feature works. Again, there's no changes to the feature, but the titles are changing. Google has updated their Google data sets box in the Google search results to add a more button. Um, this is actually spotted moons and moons ago, actually a month ago or so from Dave Davies. Um, I didn't think it was new per se, but then Google blogged about it a month after he spotted it and it seems to be new. And Google Trends has launched a new design. It, the cool thing about it is it's good to look at, it's good in the eyes, it has a cool bunch of new uh, data um, and ways to chart data. And they're actually linked to articles on the web, which is very good for publishers any event, thanks so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz. This is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable and searoundtable.com over the past week. Again, my name is Barry Schwartz, which I just said. And I'd like to thank reg Ranger again for sponsoring. Everyone have a great, healthy, safe weekend. And I apologize for the congestion. Got to get rid of it. Uh, but hope you guys have a nice, safe, and healthy weekend. Bye-bye.